Hey guys, this is Casey. And it's Sethan. And yeah, that's not Laura. And there's obviously a reason for that. Um, Laura and I would love to be together to record right now, but because of the craziness that is coronavirus, COVID-19, we have not been able to see each other. Um, so I brought Sethan on to talk a little bit about everything that's going on, and we'll have Laura via Skype or whatever soon, but um, we were supposed to record together, uh, God, when was that, Sethan? That was uh, March the 12th. Yeah, it was, a, it was a few weeks ago. Yeah, well, like, yeah, a week and a half ago. Right. We were supposed to record with her. I I had finally driven down to South Georgia because she always comes up here to record with her. And then that was the week that, you know, the shit hit the fan. Um, well, the shittiest fan hitting we've seen so far because right. I feel like it might get worse. But it was the NBA canceled their season fucking our national treasure Tom Hanks at coronavirus. You can do anything. Don't take Tom away from no me. No way. And Not Rita. Him. Not my girl Rita. Right. Um, and Sethan actually worked for a company that, you know, their main source of income, he had ownership in a company whose main source of income was the sports industry. So when literally every sport canceled for future notice for as long as we can see, Sethan lost his job. I lost my job, guys. It's real. So, yeah. It's finally real. If you guys didn't think that this was real, well, I lost my job. Now it's real. Well, so. it was, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, and now we have, in Georgia, we have over a 1,000 cases. We've had 38 deaths. Um, 60% of the, or 58% of them are, uh, of the cases are um, somewhere between the ages of 18 and 59. Our governor's not doing fucking shit. Not a thing. Thankfully, we live in a great community, uh, uh, town like Athens that does have a mandatory 24-7 shelter in place until April 7th. We do love you, Athens. Yeah, Kelly Gertz is doing a great job. We love you, Kelly. We like our commissioners, Mike Camby. We like you, Mike. Russell Edwards. Um, anyway, um, th- I know that this is a really, really tough time for everyone. Um, it's been really hard for me, and I think a lot of that is because of my anxiety, um, fears. I started prepping you know, a month and a half ago and people laughed at me and I wasn't obsessively prepping, but yeah, I'd get a little extra water, a little extra canned foods when I went to the store. Just a little something, something. Yeah. And I haven't really left the house much and it's been hard because Layla's been out of school since March 3rd. Um, her spring break was the full first full week of March. Um, it started the 4th and then it went until the 15th. And then when we were com- supposed to be coming back to school, they canceled till the 31st and that's been extended till April 7th. So I've been full-time homeschooling Layla and she's a lot of work. Um, a lot of work. Southern you did- got to give Casey a lot of credit here. It's, <laughs> it, you know, if there's any, if there was any, any question in your mind, if we should pay teachers more money, <laughs> The answer Take my money. is a resounding yes. We should Take all pay, of my money. Pay them all the money. <laughs> no, yeah, and 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 Seth and started job started a new job literally immediately afterward, which we are so grateful for. Um, but yeah, it's just it's been hard, and it's also been hard seeing how it's affecting other people and how not only 
is the disease itself affecting people? Um, and it's how it's affecting people financially, emotionally, and how it feels like no one in a power of a position of power is concerned or cares. So I just want to say that we share that sentiment that we're here for you. And because I know this is a very, very difficult time, um, and, and the uncertainty is what's scary. I think Seth and wouldn't you agree? This shit is fucking crazy. Like the uncertainty is definitely scary. You know, um, you know, I think the, one of the silver linings to this, uh, whole thing is being able to stay home and watch the tiger King on Netflix. <laughs> um, if you guys have not seen that, it is, if you can afford Netflix, if you can afford Netflix, uh, it is awesome. Um, awesomely bad at, awesomely crazy i don't, I don't okay know to... so we say watch tiger <laughs> yeah just watch tiger king <laughs> i thought it was called tiger man is it called tiger i don't man? know i don't know, if I, don't know. I, don't th- I think it's called tiger king <laughs> so i just want to say that with everything going on we love you guys we're here for you we're sorry it hasn't been as regular we're gonna figure it out um we hope that this episode provides you some much needed laughter um and if not, it's Laura's fault because it was her research topic. Um, but, uh, Seth, and is there anything you want to say to our listeners? And, I mean, I, I just want to say thank you guys and we're thinking of you. Yeah. Um, thanks for all the support. Um, just stay safe out there, you know. It's uh, it's a crazy time for everybody. Everybody's just trying to get through it. So, you know, I, I know that we're going to get to the other side of this. So let's just let's just stay positive as much as we can. And it's okay if you don't stay positive also. Yeah, that's also okay. Just fucking cry. <laughs> Just cry if you <laughs> Just want. Just fucking cry. Um, and wash your hands, I guess. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just, you know, while you're crying, wash your hands. Yeah. Stuck up on whatever is necessary. Booze has been our big thing. So um, with that, I just want to say I hope you enjoy this episode. Seth, and thank you for coming on with me. Well, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> guys, it's just me. Love you, mean it. <laughs> so we hope you enjoy this episode and stay well. Yeah. Does it feel better? It, it does um, when you forget about the fact that I feel like I am being scolded by my father, a.k.a. my husband, a.k.a. our producer, Seven. Yeah. <sighs> I'm not down two mics, <laughs> but it's not my fault. It's our poor production fault. <laughs> the fact that our equipment, although it's pretty fucking great, it ain't perfect. No. And my boobs are big. Yeah. They they take down a lot. <laughs> you have Godzilla titties. Let's no I have one Godzilla titty. One Godzilla titty. It's the right titty. The party titty. Um yeah, it's not my fault, okay? <laughs> it, exactly. It's God's fault. Oh yeah. God. Why? Godzilla's fault. <laughs> See what you did there. Okay, so are we ready to get started? I'm doing research, by the way. I have Born a research ready. Topic. Born ready. It's Casey and Laura. Yeah. 
If you're starting on this episode, this is a podcast called Funeral Stories. Mm-hmm. If this is your number one episode. And if you were watching this on video, you would see me go, which is a smile. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's what she just did with her mouth. I I cheesed. I, 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 I so thank you for listening and not watching. Yeah. It was not a good look. <laughs> anyway, let's go. What's so it about? What's this, it? I don't know. Yeah. What it's about. What's it about? Yeah, this is one I've kept secret because sometimes we'll be like, well, it's about this just to make sure we don't have the same thing. And, and I asked her last night and she was like, I was mm. like, this one I'm keeping secret because it's for you. <gasps> it's inspired by you. Oh, shit. Did I die? <laughs> Shit. Not yet. We, we um, were just talking about reincarnation. So, in general, the general topic is about stone circles. Oh, you did you Stonehenge? Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, my shit. Yes. So, Casey's bucket list item is to go to stun- Stonehenge. Yes, absolutely. And I literally just sounded like Will Ferrell in old school. <laughs> oh, shit. So excited. <laughs> so, so we're going to start with just stone circles in okay. general. Some of the earliest known stone circles have been found in Egypt. Alan Hale of Scientific American says the standing megaliths and ring of stones were erected from 6,700 to 7,000 years ago in the southern Sahara Desert. They are the oldest dated astronomical alignment discovered so far and bear a striking resemblance to Stonehenge and other megalithic sites constructed a millennium earlier, or sorry, a millennium later in England, Brittany, and Europe. So some of the oldest ones are in Egypt. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which I was surprised by. Like, I, you usually hear about the European ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. 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 The most famous one. <laughs> in 2016, researchers discovered a stone circle site in India estimated to, to, be, to have been built around 7,000 BCE, which... I looked at what BCE means. Oh, when? It's before, before the Common Era. They are making it inclusive. Yes. Before the common era it. or before yeah. Christian, mm-hmm. Tiny R ruined everything. Yeah. Before Christians ruined everything, Tiny R. Tiny R. <laughs> it's a silent R. It's a silent. <laughs> sorry, Christians that are listening. We still love you. Yeah, we do. But we come were on, like, them. But come on, then, like, your religion is problematic. <laughs> it's, it's got problems. It's the reason we left it. Yeah. <laughs> what it, the Gandhi quote that I always say is, like, I love, I love your oh, Christ, I but I do your, not like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike your Christ. Your like, that's, Christian. yep. That's just, because I love me some, I love Jesus oh. and like, uh, as a historical figure. That's as a been the hardest person. thing when it comes yes. to parenting is, how do I introduce my child to Christ? Yeah. Jesus Christ or any sort of religious figure that preaches love well, and not get all the other bad shit. It's interesting because, you know, I'm learning about paganism and, mm-hmm. you know, paganism because we've talked about it in our episode with Eli. Remember where mm. we were like, there needs to be a, a word besides, yeah, besides atheist agnostic and agnostic. Atheist, yeah. I kind of feel like pagan sort of encompasses that yeah because it's all about being connected there are four different pillars i don't remember what they are i'm just learning more about it yeah but one of um tell us right into hello at funeral stories i can't remember what the four pillars are but part of it is um that you should select a a couple of deity i mean you can pray to multiple deities but you pick the ones that you identify with and a lot of people choose one male one female whatever and i thought what if you chose Jesus as your deity in oh. paganism? You know, 
this is the beginning of a religion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it still feels familiar. Well, because a lot of, okay, so Christianity kind of ruined mm-hmm. a lot of, or not ruined, okay. They, every, almost every Christian holiday mm-hmm. that is celebrated is was pagan. rooted in pagan. Hardcore. I mean, you listen to the Sawing episode. Yeah. I mean, Christmas, Christmas is Easter. Yeah. I mean, they're all like the solstice is the only one. I don't, I, I don't know if that's pagan or Wiccan or what. Yeah. It's well, pagan. yeah. I mean, Wiccan is under the pagan umbrella. Okay. So that's what, it's kind of like if but like, that, like, we don't really or I'm sure there's se- different sects of Christianity that have yeah. some fucking holiday related to the solstice. But right. The solstice is a huge holiday Easter. in paganism. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking like summer solstice, like June. Oh, yeah. Why? Like oh yeah, I got you. You know, yeah. like that is a big time when yeah. you start anew and or what I don't think right. that's what it is. I don't fucking know. I'm not. <laughs> so like but, I said, I'm not sure if I am pagan. I'm not ready to like take that leap and say that I'm anything. Yeah. But I'm just I'm curious about it and I'm learning more about it. So well, and you wouldn't ever publicly say one way or the other if you weren't 100 percent certain to the fact that you're even saying like this is the thing I'm interested in yeah. or intrigued by speaks to the fact that like you're committed to learning more right yeah yeah i like that and i think that's how everyone should be yeah question always let's just not be sheep guys and that's what (laughs) our youth pastor taught us exactly (laughs) question right and if you find your way back that's awesome if not you're still a good person go with god (laughs) yeah go with god god will find you I'll find you. Okay, oh, okay. fucking uh, Punch and Judy over here. Ooh. All right, so. Yes, in, ma'am. I'm trying to, it's just, it's a lot of research, and I'm like, oh, yeah, God, let's we go. We, no more. In 2016, researchers, researchers discovered a stone circle site in India estimated to have been built around 7,000 B.C., it is the only megalithic site in India where a depiction of star constellation has been oh. identified. A carving of what appears to be Ursa Major was noticed on a vertically planted stone as well as peripheral stars depicted on the neighboring stones. When was it found? Sorry. It was found in 2016, but it was dated to 7000 BCE. So when they found it, what, 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 what was left of it? How'd they find it? I don't know. Oh, my God. So, I mean, there's, like, so I much know, more. I, and I did keep all of my sites. So, I mean, I'm all my sources. So some notes of this. <laughs> well, I could always just send you the, my research. I know, but, like, yeah. that's fascinating. Yeah. Hold on. So, 2016, they've... You're going to fucking regret doing this topic. This is so <laughs> fascinating to me. I know. We might end up... It might end up being a two-parter, seriously. Yeah. So, once we get 2016, into it. they found... Do you have any idea about the size of it? I saw a picture of it. I mean, obviously, it's way smaller than Stonehenge. Can Stone you show Hinge. me? Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's. Yeah. In India, and it was dated back to seven thousand, older than oh Stonehenge. Yeah. I was over here like you mean like seventeen hundreds. <laughs> Definitely not. Wow. Because that was the whole thing, like. That's why I'm asking, like, about the size. Yeah. I knew you were going to have a lot of questions. Sorry. So, no, no, no. We're not even, like, a <laughs> fucking nim- nibble into this. And I'm over here, like, only, only pushing my glasses up. And more questions. Will you hold my pocket protector while I go pee real quick? I'm just, like, fucking nerding out. About a thousand stone circles exist in 
West Africa. These are known as the Senegambian, Gambian stone circles. As Wait, they are, we're going, we're moving on? Yeah. So we didn't. Look, we're having to brush. We're like. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we're moving on to Africa. There's no theories about Mudamal. There might be, but we're going to concentrate on Stonehenge later on. So we're just kind of brushing through the. <laughs> this is. <laughs> this is like when you meet a really fucking hot guy. And you want to hook up with him. And you get, you are having the hottest foreplay. And they're like, I got to go to bed. I'm, I got to be up early in the morning. Or worse, my girlfriend's going to be home soon. It's like the worst tease. Like I have the I have blue vagina. The equivalent of blue balls to my vagina. I'm over here like, hold on, I'm so excited to know, learn more about Moodaball, Moodamal. Well, you have an article I'm, right there. Just- I was, but I was Googling it for more information <laughs> while you were talking about it. And then I'm like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. I don't remember we're in Africa, Africa now. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Moving on. So <laughs> new safari tab open. Let's go. About a thousand stone circles exist in West Africa. These are known as the Senegambian stone circles as they are distributed throughout Gambia and Senegal. They are not considered prehistoric like their European counterparts, but are, I don't gen- care then. <laughs> but are generally believed to have been erected between 300 BC and 1600 AD. That is still fucking cool. Yeah. It is believed that they primarily served the purpose as funerary monuments due to the number of remains and grave goods recovered from the sites. The construction of the stone monument shows evidence of a prosperous and organized society due to the amount of labor required to assemble them. Yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. A big ass rock? Yeah. A big ass rock. Yeah. You can't carve that shit. Mm-mm. I mean, I guess you could, but that would date it back a long ass time before it was actually done. Yeah. I think. I'm not a geologist. I could ask my <laughs> uncle, but... The stones were extracted from this. These are the ones in South Africa? Yeah. Or West Africa? Yeah. Okay. Um, The stones were extracted from laterite quarries using iron tools, although few of these quarries have been identified as directly linked to particular sites. The builders remain unknown, but it is hypothesized that the Sarer people are responsible due to their use of similar funerary houses. I want to look more into that. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Today we're just concentrating on the stone circles, yeah. but... Time. I wonder if Bob ever went, because he was in oh, West gosh, Africa forever. yes. Yeah. We should ask we'll him. We'll have to ask him about that. Not now. Yeah. But at some point. <laughs> <laughs> or any of you can reach out to Bob at Milk Jeans. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's just a few of the examples of places, you know, around the world. Oh, there's not any more? Now we're going to Europe, where the major concentration is. Uh, So those are like some of the big hitters. But we're going to more of them that are not Stonehenge? Yes. Oh, God. A few more, yeah. Stone circles are found all over the world, but most can be found in Europe, with the largest concentration in Great Britain and Ireland. Around 1,000 of them. The earliest of them... There's 1,000 of them? Yeah. (laughs) Are like the Are they all protected? No, 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 because yeah, that pincher Ephraim, that was what? What'd you say? Where I went in Wales, the monument, the stone monument that's like the mini Stonehenge or whatever. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm sorry. The bar- it was I a burial mound, but um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Can I just say real quick that I want my 
I've changed my funeral plan. My death plan. I would like for about... I only want eight men or strong women or eight weak men to build me a fucking Stonehenge above me. I'll elaborate more at the end of the episode. Okay. I do want that now. Yeah. For right now. I don't know (laughs) if I want it tomorrow, but that's what I want right now. I'm like in my fucking feelings. Yeah. I'm so fucking excited. (laughs) I think this is the only time like I've been like (laughs) breathing heavy into the microphone. (laughs) Let's go. I'm sorry. This just also shows how much you love me. Yes. That you did this work for me. Yes. Because I love you. I love you. you. We're holding hands. We are holding hands. God, I'm thinking of all the best. We're like Brokeback Mountain. (laughs) I wish I could quit you. We are. Look. I'm sorry. We're hardizing. I have so many feels. Seth and we had a technical difficulty and yeah. Seth and of course walked in here in his underwear. We're mm-hmm. so sorry, Gary. But she is not scarred. <laughs> I just didn't look. She's powering through. And at one point he said, oh, I'm sorry, and turned his ass to her. <laughs> and now I've decided his birthday is coming up and I'm getting going to get him underwear that fit him. Um, So scholars generally believe that the circles served a variety. And we're back in the UK now. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in Great Britain. Okay. Well, because you had talked about the one. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. the Neolithic period, so 5,000 years ago, would be 3,000 BCE. Okay. Because we're in our I roughly. need to fucking think you're 2,000. You remember 2000? when Bob came on and he had, like, maps? <laughs> well, I was had... going to print some out, but y'all don't have a printer. Well, I asked for one for Christmas, so. <sighs> Yay. Okay, so scholars generally believe that the cir- circles served a variety of purposes astronomical observations due to the no- the way a number of them align so that the sun will shine through or over the stones in a p- specific way during the times of the solstices and the vernal and autumn equinox. So, does that make sense? Mm. They believe that, yeah, there's they serve some sort of... Well, it was... Yeah. Yeah, like, like a calendar? Kind of. Yeah. yeah, like a... Almost like a year-long sundial, you know? Um, but yeah, like a calendar, really. Um, how big were these stones? Different place. This is just talking about in general. So, oh, all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They're trying to figure out what what the stone circles. We don't know why they were there. There weren't written records. Interesting though that so there's more than one dating back to this. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was like a period of time where that it seemed to happen a lot more. But why? And, is and the question it's yeah obviously and so these are but, just some of the possible theories but it's interesting to me that it happened and like it's not like you could send an email and be like hey yo we found out this way to maybe like if you can get a couple of people together set up these stones and we can do this <laughs> like yeah it how were they all on the same page yeah how did it and then take a horse and buggy no or send a pigeon with a letter in its mouth like they were they even writing at this point no yeah like there wasn't on yeah not writing i'm not saying like there was a there wasn't an postal service yeah that's what i'm saying like there wasn't a way to communicate by word or written word right printing press had not come about yet (laughs) um that is fascinating to me like then there's more than one similar yeah construction of fucking stones that obviously are not just there naturally and across the world 
Like, yeah. Yeah. So someone in modern day UK couldn't communicate with someone in Egypt and India. In India. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there's a lot to theorize there. Okay. Okay. So okay. And it was, we don't have time right now. <laughs> it was possibly a social gathering place. They were likely places of worship, healing and ceremony, such as death rituals and funerals. So bringing us on back to our bread and butter here so i do like that sorry this mm-hmm. is my shit mm-hmm. i love that like the funeral thing because it makes sense but i also love you said like rituals and healing yes because like stones that is like yes. even modern day mm-hmm. stones carry so much energy yes because that is one thing that like has literally been here yes or was created from shit been here right from the beginning way before we were here yeah so there's like this your uncle the geologist shit <laughs> i'm telling you he'd be like oh, i'm sorry this was like exactly what it's, it's a quartz a, yeah. i don't fucking know i'm about to say something stupid but like <laughs> i do love like it's just like i don't i'm not an earthy person mm-hmm. i'm not granola right i love my friends that are um I'm extra. I wear a lot of makeup. I love my lashes. But, like, I also love... I'm spiritual. And I have a connection to certain things. And, like, stones are so powerful. Like, especially, like, Chris... I remember having, like, my first, like, spiritual experience experience when I went to Yellowstone. Yeah. And I was, like, seeing these geysers. And I was, like, this is weird. This is just, like, in the middle of the United States. Yeah. Which feels totally like modern day Mm -hmm. you know advanced and this shit's just been here forever and we literally built a country around it and just (laughs) we're like oh but don't go here don't touch the shit and some of the coolest rocks and anyway i'm just saying like yeah if there was ever i don't know i just stones i don't obviously i have a fucking connection to the shit because i'm fucking stoked yeah (laughs) 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 you can't even talk i'm like i'm I'm so excited i haven't colored yeah because i'm actually (laughs) zoned in yeah so maybe i should color (laughs) no you're fine (laughs) i want you to be that was why i did this for you i know me too love me i love it so much in malta the zagra circle that's spelled with an x X x-a-g-h-r where's malta Malta is a uh, island off the coast. I can't remember if it's Greece or Italy. It's in the Mediterranean. So just not here. Yeah, not, not, not here. Africa. Not but yeah, here. it's a, a an island off the coast okay. of uh, in the Mediterranean. Okay. Yeah. Oh, perfect. So gotcha. in Malta, the Zagra Circle encloses a ritual area, entered through a huge stone entrance in the center of the circle. In 1987, the site was excavated and over 200,000 body parts were... It's been there for a long time, but yeah, but that's when it was excavated. Wait, so so it was basically a burial ground. Yeah, yeah. In 19... Yeah, the site was excavated. What did that one look like? It was meant to be underground. There was like stairs and a tunnel system. Yeah. Well, so I was like excavating. I imagine like it being buried and they're moving it, but... In Malta, the Zagra Circle encloses a ritual area. So there was a circle of stones. And in the center of that circle was like an opening that went into the tunnel. That, you know, went down. Oh. So this is the before. This is a drawing that someone did of it when it was, um, when they were doing the excavation originally. Okay. So that's what it looks like looked like before and then after they excavated the site 
it looks like it does now, like this. So they're like they removed the earth. Okay, so okay. What, what I'm seeing. Yeah. On, okay. Yeah. I'm like they took the lid off. <laughs> basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Dude, that's so fucking cool. Does that make more sense now? Well, yeah. Okay. But like yeah. So there was shit. They buried people. They yeah. performed ceremonies down in the um, chamber. So there was the tunnel, because like in this picture, mm-hmm. this is not going to translate well on a podcast, sorry. <laughs> but this over here is the picture we saw before, really. Yeah. And then this is like, oh, when they realized, oh, fuck, there's more here yes. to uncover. So the stone circles were like, showed possibly a ceremonial space. Yeah. Yeah. In 1987, the site was excavated and over... 1987? Yeah. Yeah. Year I was born. Was it June 29th? I don't know. Yeah, it was. It was. It was June 29th, 1987. And over 200,000 body parts were found, including 800 skulls and other bits of bone. Curiously, not all the bodies seem to have been treated with the same deference. Most of them were seemingly moved around. Mm -hmm. Some bodies remained intact, mainly male... Some were sectioned off so that the skulls collected at, collected at the top, the limbs on one side, and the other bits on the other side. Some male corpses have older male corpses, on, possibly their ancestors, on top of them. This burial ground thus... Wait, the older ones were on top of the younger ones? Like... Yeah. Like, like they picked they, them up and put... And I wonder if it was this just I wonder if they were like intending to like stack people like I don't know that's really interesting. Yeah. Um I mean I, I'm not judging somebody <laughs> from back in goddamn however many BC 40 yeah. 40 one fuck like 41 <laughs> zero, zero. <laughs> 4100 BC. <laughs> I hate myself. But this burial ground thus preserves the memory of male ancestors. In a few cases where some intact corpses were found, the man seems to have been buried first, followed by a woman. It's clear that some sort of rituals were performed here. And after mourners entered... Some. Yeah, yeah, a few. Just some. Bitch, I'm here to tell you. (laughs) More than one. Okay. But after the mourners entered across a stone threshold, they were probably taken down steps into the rugged caves. At the center was an area enclosed by elegant megalithic or prehistoric funerary stones. Okay. Altars and a massive stone bowl. So all that was in the center. Bowl. A giant bowl. I'm having a hard time visualizing this. (laughs) Of stone? Yeah. You said stone bowl, so yes. Yeah. A bowl of stone, Casey. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The mini- They carved it? Mm Mm-hmm. In 4000 B.C.? That's pretty fucking badass. The many natural caverns and niches of the caves were divided off by walls and stone slabs. So, which is the picture that you saw with the different, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. They were here like, I don't want that to be my Airbnb. Yeah, like, (laughs) I don't want to stay there. That's what what that was. Um, I ship it. I'm going to go there. So now we're moving on to the next one. Wait. Can I just have like two seconds? Sure, sure. Um, That's what I was going to say. If you, so if you have any questions What about was the this pictures one. I saw? Oh. Because um, <laughs> I know you've researched this and I'm hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally read ahead. So these are some of the grave goods found on site. 
carved out of stone. Yeah. That yeah. is just. Yeah, I mean, they did. They had like tools and. Yeah, but that's fucking dedication. Yeah. How long were the bodies dead before they finished this fucking project? And the fact that they're like so well preserved. Yeah. I mean, I know stone probably holds. And they were underground, so I wonder if yeah, they had some sort of protection. I'm saying like. In fact, they probably held up better than the stuff above ground because it didn't have the elements. Like, there's babies. Like, yeah, that looks like a fucking their best attempt at a baby. <laughs> like, and honestly, I will say, like, their best attempt. It does. I don't know what this guy is. Is that yeah. a fucking pet? Yeah, that might have been the wolf uh, or a dog, crocodile. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's, it's, it's we're not a person. I wish you could see this picture. We will post. We will yeah. save this because we're posting this. Yeah. Um, also, it's it's basically a image of stone. I would I imagine would be like their take on their loved one or whoever. I don't know that loved them, but <laughs> the person that died or something um, in stone, carved in stone. But they all look exactly like, you know how like on The Simpsons, they all look kind of the same? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like how when Seth and draws penises, they all look the same. Yeah. Like th- these guys all look the same, except for the guy in the back who's kind of melted <laughs> a little bit. And this guy who has dead eyes. Those were drawn. Those were carved by The Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy who was definitely a Greek dude because his nose is <laughs> totally different. Greek as fuck. I love me a Greek nose. But, um, yeah, Gary has one. There you go. Um, but it is, and one dude's wearing like a V neck, like total Athens hipster, <laughs> but in a fancy ass skirt with a baby in front of him and a penis person. That is a penis person. That's what Seven would draw. <laughs> right. That's how he would draw a human. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so um but it is fascinating. Like that they I want this shit has I need to go back. I need to go back about 20 years and start over my career. <laughs> become an archaeologist or a, what what else is it that they do? Like, how do I become, what is it? Anthropology. This is really, I didn't know that what? like my new computer would do this, but I guess it just linked up the photos that you were looking at on my phone with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that happened. It, yeah, iCloud. <laughs> yep. That's fucking cool, man. Well, because it's a brand new computer. I didn't have that shit on my old one. No, because your old one dated back to 4,000 BC. <laughs> it was carved out of stone. <laughs> she had to chisel the website address into her fucking computer. Jesus Christmas. So are we ready to move on from Malta? Can we? Are you ready? Okay. I still have so many questions. <laughs> the other ones, yep. The oldest circle ever found is the Gobeki, Gobekli Tepe, which was discovered in Turkey. This is the site of the world's currently known oldest shrine or temple complex in the world and the planet's oldest known example of monumental architecture. It has also produced the oldest known life-size figure of a human. While not as large as some of the more well-known circles, what makes the discovery remarkable are both the exquisite and intricate carvings of boars, fox, lions, birds, snakes, and scorpions, and their age. 
dated to around 9500 BC. These stones are 5500 years older than the first cities of Mesopotamia. So fucking, I'm I'm such a. Did you look up this one? Look at my. Look at my body. I know. I, like my legs. I have full body chills. But you, like, you should look up this picture. I am. I'm oh, on go it. Beckley. I've, okay. I've as soon as you said go, go Beckley, Beckley. <laughs> I was like, Google, I trust you that you can spell this for me. 5,500 years older than the oh, cities like of I'm Mesopotamia. Gonna, I feel like I'm going to puke. <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah. Like, girl, look at these chills on <laughs> my body. I know. Crazy. It's <sighs> so fucking cool. Like, this is what's fascinating to me is like, Okay. So now you want to go to Turkey? <laughs> I love Turkey. I need yeah. to go now. Look at the, just the detail and yes. the stones around it. And, and and there's like ladders going into it. Yes. Like, that is born out of a place of love. And there's not, that's not stupid people that are doing this. Yeah. The world's first temple. That there was an organized society predating Stonehenge by six thousand years. Trina. I'll send you a link to the uh, where it shows a a link that for all of the different stone circles around the world. But and you can organize it by date, by area, by whatever. So you can just go deep oh, into a hole. That's my bucket list. I want to take everyone I love on a world tour of stone circles. Of stone circles and just feel the energy. Like just yeah. feel. Because that's what I've always heard about Stonehenge. Yeah. And that's why it's fascinating to me is that mm-hmm. no matter where you come from, you go there and you're like, there's not, there's something about this. This is weird. I don't know if it's just you're hyping yourself up and your psyche yeah. or if there's like actually some sort of like centrifugal force that's making you feel I was really thinking, like, you know, after talking to Stephanie and just what she's, she was saying, you know, like do stuff now, do stuff on your bucket yeah. list. So your birthday is June 29th. My half birthday is June 30th, since that's when I'm going to start celebrating. Yeah. Um, I th- And the summer solstice is like June 22nd. Yeah. So I think next year we should go to Stonehenge. So Stonehenge was built in multiple stages over a long period of time, but it is clear that the area was special to the Mesolithic and Neolithic people. And for a lot more detail on what I'm about to go over, you can go to Britannica.com and look up Stonehenge. But <laughs> we're going to... Because there's some of it, it gets a little bit... Excuse me. Or go to Miss Smith <laughs> in Lee County Elementary School in third grade, <laughs> who literally created my obsession. So, love you, Miss Smith. Anyway, continue. So, this kind of explains the different stages. So... 8,000 to 7,000 BCE, the Mesolithic hunter-gatherers dug dug pits and erected pine posts in the same areas as Stonehenge. So this isn't exactly Stone. This, this we're not even entering phase one of Stonehenge yet. Yeah. Um, it was unusual for prehistoric hunter-gatherers to build monuments, and there are no comparable structures from this era in northwestern Europe. 4,000 to 3,000 BCE, within a three-mile radius of Stonehenge. There remains 17 long barrows or burial mounds and two cursus monuments, which are these long enclosures. It, where are we now? I, I, I haven't gotten oh, to that okay, yet. Okay. I'm just talking about like stuff that was going on around. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, that kind of points to how important this area was. Yeah. To um, for some reason, because like even why though they, the Turkey one is older. Yeah. And it was serious yeah and very important 
the detail of Stonehenge yes. is what makes it right and how preserved it is. Yeah. So 2200 to 1700 BCE, concentration of more than 1,000 barrows along the River Avon that connects Stonehenge to Durrington, which was a large Neolithic settlement. So that's something was going on in this area that made it important to yeah. people. All right, so first stages. So that's the picture at the top. Yeah. Um, 3,000 to 2935 BCE. The oldest part of Stonehenge consists of a circular hinge, which is essentially a ditch that is 330 feet in diameter. And that encircles 56 pits called Aubrey Holes, named for the man that discovered them. Uh. Um, deposits in the bottom of the hinge included antler picks, most likely used to dig the ditch itself, yeah. as well as bones of cattle and deer that were already centuries old when they were placed there. <laughs> they were already old when they, yeah. The circular enclosure had two entrances, the main access on the northeast and a narrower narrower entrance on the south. Human cremation oh, burials. is that, wait. Yeah. Where's the? The, um, the like, line going into it is the right entrance. Right here? Yeah. And then yeah, where's yeah. the other entrance? See over there on the right left? Right here? Yeah. That's what I was, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, so I thought that was it, but then I saw the yeah. other guys. I was like, well. Okay, <laughs> anyway, I, I feel like you'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. What a fucking, like, I don't know. Like, that's so huge, and I love that there is there's still a significant difference between the entr like I guess what they would consider the official entrance mm -hmm. and the fact that they still took time to fucking build <laughs> a fucking stone like yeah. columns and oh man so this is before the stone was even there exactly yeah so they would build that yeah knowing like here's what to come and how uh, okay yeah. <laughs> so human cremation burials were found within and around most of the aubrey holes as well as within the encircling hinge of an estimated 150 to 240 cremation burials at stonehenge 64 have been excavated the great majority of the burials were of adult males and pieces of unburned human bone were of also the how many of the 150 to 240, 64 have been excavated. Why not all? To, to pre preserve the space. To Oh, because it would compromise? Yeah, yeah to compromise, okay. yeah. So Yeah, don't fuck with it. <laughs> right. Also, I, don't, they, I wish they had never. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why global warming is happening. <laughs> We're fucking we don't give with a shit. the fucking ext <laughs> extraterrestrial now. <laughs> That's one theory. There anyway, we go. <laughs> continue. Sorry. The area surrounding the Aubrey Halls was used as a place of burial from roughly 3000 to 2300 BCE. It is the largest known cemetery from this era in Britain. I want to be buried there. <laughs> I'm not like, you have to be so famous. I don't even know if you can be that. I bet Queen Elizabeth. I was about to say, there. I don't even know if they would bury the queen there. It's that protected. They'd do fucking anything oh, for her. Mm -hmm. How do I get in with... Qu Megan didn't do it, <laughs> no. so there's oh, no well. chance for me. God damn it. A smaller bluestone circle, 30 feet in diameter, was found in 2009 by the Stonehenge Riverside Project. Has been dubbed as Bluestone Hinge. It was built a little over a mile from the Aubrey Holes and consisted of about 25 Welsh bluestones and may have been used for cremating and removing the flesh from the bodies whose remains were buried and scattered at Stonehenge. 
The Hillstone, a large unknown sarsen outside the northeastern entrance, also may have been erected during the first stage of Stonehenge. So, and like, I don't know, maybe I'm more just more connected to it because like, this is, like you said, like this is ancestry where i'm from right <laughs> my peoples yes. came from here according like, to 23 and me these are your ancestors this is this yeah. is like i could confidently say like it's at great times however many yeah 20,000 <laughs> it's it's way more likely that one of your ancestors built stonehenge that, that there's than, some some of my yeah. dna yeah something you could connect to my dna is somewhere buried right. in these areas exactly that's fucking gnarly yeah wild to think about because i remember i was like so like so fucking lame i'm literally the whitest person anyone could know when i did my dna that's research. exactly how i felt until i went to well, britain and yeah. i thought this is where my people are from yeah. like this is my ancestors got on a boat in this river and came it's how i imagine sethan would feel or like because sethan's mom you know says by the way she has a great store called izzy and gab check it out it's how i imagine like stephanie would feel going back to italy yes and like Sethen <laughs> because that is where they're from and Mm -hmm. it's like you walk in the street and but he and i are just so different when it comes to like the fact that i'm 80 86 percent welsh yeah and the rest is scottish yeah like and i grew up no thinking i was scott irish Mm -hmm. and you're welsh i'm like one percent or i think it's more than one percent but i'm my irish was the lowest yeah i am mostly scottish and welsh yeah and the actually i'm more um scandinavian than i am irish yeah which makes sense because i look exactly like elsa but (laughs) it's okay it's okay it's okay i can still celebrate saint patrick's day (laughs) but yeah it is it's just I can I can imagine what you're saying. Like yeah, I mean I can't even t- like walking through Wales. Wales was just I I have no words for how it made me feel to be there. Yeah, and Scotland was the same way. I and mean, your DNA was like white. Yeah, oh, white. Welsh. I was a little bit everywhere. Yeah, I was. Really? I was all over Britain. Okay. Okay. I I had. What a, was your percentage of Welsh? We should just fucking publish our shit. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I ain't remember. ever gonna commit murder. Um, I mean, Welsh was the lowest percentage that I had. Really? Yeah. Of okay. those. <laughs> also, let's be clear that the thing that's weird as fuck about DNA is that both of my parents could have fucking 70% Scottish yeah and 10% Welsh and then and you, I could have had 86% Welsh my mom had 3% Native American and I have none it's yep. so weird yep yeah. yeah so Jenny is like 15% Scandinavian yeah and she's like way less Welsh than I am mm-hmm. which is fascinating but my half sister which I've never thought of her as my half sister yeah has we 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 but actually biologically up, she's your half sister yeah scientifically yeah yeah like yeah but i've never thought of her that way because she's just my fucking sister yeah um when when we did ancestry whatever she showed up as um my, one of my like without a doubt this is your one of your intermediate closest 
Well, you favor your half sister more, yeah. Than, but it was baffling to me because they said this was like intermediate, either you know how they say like mother, father, sister, mm-hmm. whatever, or well, actually, that's really it. And they said that my sister Jenny mm-hmm. was more likely um, a sibling or a first cousin. Oh wow! <laughs> but April and I shared more genetically. Yeah, but probably because we got more of our mother. Yeah, which is just baffling, and I hate to say that because fuck my our dad and Jenny's yeah. awesome and everything about her is great, but it is yeah like just baffling to me because Jenny has so much cooler shit <laughs> than just like hey bitch you white as fuck yeah you know like but it, and there's no doubt that we have the same mother and father and well. You know, I was telling my mom because they're again looking into paganism. Part of that it says when you begin your journey with whatever, you should start looking into your ancestry, and because a big part of paganism is being in touch with your ancestors. Hmm. And I remember when I did Ooh, a tarot like that. reading um, that was back when I'd first started doing it, and it said close your eyes and draw cards and to represent the ancestors that are with you right now and i pulled six cards and four of the six cards were birds and so that in that moment i felt really that was one of my really impactful first did you card feel pulls. comforted or were you comforted. like okay okay yeah it was just or were you like oh f- whoa it was it was intense. It was one of those really intense feelings when I did that. Intense, but comfort. Like, yeah. Did you have to work through some shit to find the comforted part? No, I mean, no? it was okay. Initially, yeah, yeah. It was. It just felt like surreal. I guess would be the best word yeah. for it. Um, Damn. So I was talking to my mom about you know looking at pa- paganism a little bit and part of that being that you should look into your ancestry. Yeah. And she said so she started going through maybe some of the surnames I didn't know that I had. And yeah. My um, grandmother's father, no, my grandmother's mother was a Mallard was the last name. I'm like that is English <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Like Mallard Marsh Smith. Was she green, brown, and black? Cause that's a motherfucking duck. And then my grandfather was Kennedy. Was it? He was adopted. So his married. Oh, was that's Kennedy. What, that's why. Yeah. His your, birth name was Kennedy. Oh, oh, good. So you got the curse, but not the money. <laughs> yes. Lovely. Good for you. But when I was like, I had a Mallard was one of the surnames in our family. That is the. That is pretty fucking. Also, you totally British have sounding. the Kennedy curse. Yeah, no shit. So don't. did he? He was in an orphanage. Oh, fucking sucks. Don't have children. <laughs> <laughs> just do us a favor. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I know. It's all right. I'm joking, I'm sorry. So <laughs> hold on, real quick. Okay, yeah. Um, I just have to say this. Okay, and we can leave this in or put it in the other episode. But I don't know if you realize how much birds follow you around. But it's not just in the physical sense. It's in the yeah. fact that strangers tell you stories about birds. All the damn time. Like, it happened last night several times mm-hmm. and tonight. Yeah. And I was uh, just like, okay. like <laughs> You're like, all right, can we just get be done with this? I was like, oh, good. Yeah. Like, hey, Randy, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> good to see you again. We're trying to do a podcast, sir. <laughs> <laughs> 
either like show up or fucking well, apparently it's not just my dad it's just all these other fucking people are just following me around and sending me birds all the time but i mean like yeah i think it's shit you probably don't even notice now sometimes yeah and i just see it and i'm like okay well we're not gonna talk about her dead dad right now so i just and i just feel like randy is like giving me a big hug and being like this is hilarious and <laughs> i really do like yeah i've never felt bad about making a joke about no. your dead dad no i feel like if i made that joke to anyone else they'd be like oh my god oh god i just i do i feel like he's over here like yeah bitch that's hilarious <laughs> not he would never call me a bitch i know randy no he, he wouldn't. wouldn't no he wouldn't and if he did you. i'd be like fair <laughs> <laughs> he might be the only man <laughs> you can call me a bitch it's moving okay. on let's talk about stonehenge okay so we're ancestors are yeah okay but it's okay where was i take your time because i'm still theorizing about stonehenge okay so we were talking about the blue stones that they believe uh might have been used to remove the flat flesh from the bodies of the people who were buried at Stonehenge. Okay. Touch ID or enter password. You're emo- you're like emojis adorable, by the way. <laughs> Love it. Why do you think you're about to cry right Because it's so fucking cute. <laughs> Blue stones. Removed flesh. All right. The hillstone, a large unworked sarsen outside of the northeastern entrance, also may have been erected during the first stage of Stonehenge. Uh, this, this is we're moving down. No, this is at the Blue, blue Stone. Stone. We're okay, still at okay. Blue Stonehenge. Yeah. So, if not earlier, in addition, rows of timber post holes within the northeastern entrance are thought to date to this period. The posts that they contained may have served to mark the movement of the moon toward its northern major limit. All right. So, second stage of Blue Stonehenge. Oh, no, no. We're back to Stonehenge. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Following. Yeah. So, this, it, I just said that the Blue Stonehenge happened during the same era that the first stage of Stonehenge was built. What if they. Like, they were done at the same time. Or what if they started Blue Stonehenge and, like, fuck, we fucked this up. <laughs> let's move on and let's do it better. Possibly. Yeah. Like, let's, let's. Our, our loved ones deserve more. Yeah. The gods are not going to find us <laughs> with this little bitty bitch. Let's move on. So the second stage was 26... Stonehenge is 40. thick as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Damn. To 2480 BCE. Except for human burials, there is no evidence of activity between Stonehenge's first and second stages of construction. About 2500 BCE, the Sarsen stones, which were the huge ones. Except for burials. People were might have been buried there, but they didn't do anything to change it or like add stuff to it. And so, what was the time difference? So there's like a 500 year period where nothing was done except bury people. Crazy man. Yeah, like that's not. It's not like there's one shaman that's lived this long, <laughs> right? Being like my dream of Stonehenge. Well, it's almost like they started it with the wood, and then they like figured they could do stuff with stone. Yeah, and then they moved, yeah. and they're like. <laughs> we're gonna do way bigger and better and move these fucking huge ass it stones. was like uh, i don't even want to say it it's a bad it's not a bad joke but it's just gonna ruin it for me i was gonna say it's like the trump tower <laughs> no <laughs> fuck that <laughs> so i rebuke that in the name of the hinge <laughs> About 2500 bce the sarsen stones were erected the central and largest of 
which is known as the giant trilithon, which is surrounded by 30 uprights linked to linked by curved lintels to form a circle. So that's when you think of Stonehenge, mm-hmm. that's what you're thinking of. Weighing some seven tons each, while the uprights weigh about 25 tons. That's the thing, the man. Gi- the gi- How? The giant one in the center was 25 on either side and 45 tons across the top. So just a ton is 2,000 pounds, which also equals a full-grown walrus. <laughs> so... One. So how many full grown walrus? Forty-five walrus. Walrus eye. Walrat. So it was built to just mourn the lost walrus. <laughs> what the fuck, though, man? I was just like, I want. I was trying to think of something that weighed a ton, so I googled how much does a car it, weigh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I google what weighs one ton. And like, what came up was a full-grown walrus. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, like I, that's, I mean, that's a good uh, to me. Because I was like, I don't know Siri, exactly. how much does a car weigh? <laughs> the answer is 1,354 kilograms. Well, lovely. How much is a fucking kilogram? <laughs> Wait, hold on. How much does a car weigh in pounds? Siri, how many tons is a car? Here's what I found. Fuck y'all. Just go Android. <laughs> As we sit here amidst all these Apple products. <laughs> well, until fucking Apple pays us. <laughs> Seriously, though, because I feel like I just the cars are how I can. Car. <laughs> how, um, car weight in tons. How many pounds is a Buick? <laughs> how many pounds is a Buick? I like that. The the average U.S. car weighs in at just four thousand pounds, which is two tons. Yeah. So how many fucking cars is that? Uh, how many? Say it again. How many tons is the top slab? The big one is yeah. forty five tons. So twenty four. We're doing cars. like twenty three point five tons. Yeah. So twenty three point five cars. Twenty three. Us. Yes. Have y'all seen how we fucking transport cars? <laughs> Yes, exactly. There's I don't think there's 23 cars on a No. Yeah, on a carrier. That's a Gary question. <laughs> That's a logistic question. And we are not your guys. Um dude, how do they do that? That's what they're not I mean, they you think just, they figured out how they've erected them, but they're not they dug they believe they dug pits and like put the stone in the pit and then like wedge it's yeah it's a whole process were they just but like how they, did they move them is the big thing that's my fucking question because you know where they came from right no okay well oh god you're about to blow your fucking mind okay so other i should have a fucking mic stand stuck to the table <laughs> other things that happened in the second stage the four station stones if you want to refer to your map there so the four station stones right what stage are we on go to the bottom yeah it'll, it'll show you mm. so that's the fully yep. like yeah realized stonehenge the four stations how long stones, ago or how long is the how many years 2640 to 2480 bce versus do i know the other stage the other stage, stage okay so the first stage started in 3000 bc mm. this started in 2500 so yeah a roughly five 
hundred years. Other things that happened during the second stage, the four station stones, the north and south barrow, an updated passageway marked by timber posts that led toward the center of the monument, the hill stone, and the slaughter stone. <laughs> About the same time the Sarsons were erected, a settlement was built almost two miles away. This seasonally short-lived community is thought to have been the builder's camp. By 2460 BCE, its ruins were enclosed by the bank and ditch of Durrington Walls. So that sort of all encompasses the territory of Stonehenge, the Durrington Walls, Blue Hinge, and Stonehenge proper. A few more tweaks and changes were made to Stonehenge over the next thousand years from 2,500. Just a few. We're going to just change things a little. Move a little stone here, a little, you know, rock there. Nothing to see here. It's a little Renault. 2,500 to 1,500 BCE. But you can read the intricate details about all of that because it's like, this kind of hinge was like, I don't think it would translate well to a podcast. Funeral Stories is produced by Seth and Molino, and music is by John Pope. Check out our website and blog by going to www.funeralstories.com. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Funeral Stories and on Instagram at Funeral underscore Stories. Donate to our cause on Patreon to unlock subscriber rewards. And please don't forget to send your funeral stories to funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com or hello at funeralstories.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes and listen on your preferred podcasting service. Thanks, guys. Bye.